Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 95. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast with love. If you would subscribe, and you can always reach out to me on all the socials at flores.run. Hope everyone uh, is doing well. Hope you had a great long weekend. If you had Memorial Day off, if not, hope you had a great weekend uh, regardless. But it's been a minute again. Uh, it, things things have just been hectic. Things have been hectic in the Flores household. Um, we were in uh, Florida for vacation for a little bit. When was my last episode released? I should probably should look these things up beforehand. Um, we were in Florida on vacation, uh, and I planned on doing an episode before then. It's been over a month again, uh, and just didn't work out from the timing. Uh, and then I came back, was home for a few days, went to back to Ohio for work, home for a few days, and then was out in Vegas for EDC. So it's just been a lot of moving around and just not having all my stuff. So couldn't really uh, record the episodes and that sort of thing. But you know what? Here we are. Got some good ideas, some things to talk about. So it'll be fine. But yeah, uh, Florida was fun for spring break. Um we, uh, there was, it was quite a bit of humidity and stuff. So I got, got some runs in, nothing too crazy, but it was nice to kind of unplug, get away for a little bit. Um, I did bring my work laptop, but I didn't do too much work, which was nice. It was just really nice to kind of unplug. And Ohio was great being able to, to see my teammates and that sort of thing. Went to a Clippers game, which was a ton of fun. Um, I actually ended up running to the office one day. You may have seen that on socials. Uh, it was my 16-mile run that I was supposed to do in Florida, but because of heat, I decided probably not as smart of a thing to do, um, so kind of just pushed it, pushed it back to went to Ohio, and that was a fun run. It was, it was the longest I've done in a while, um, and even with the heat and stuff like that, I felt relatively good. Um, my stomach was a little messed up from some food the day before, but all in all, still, still a pretty good run, and then Vegas right before I went for EDC. Um, I did my 18 miler, so the longest run in my training plan, and it was really, really good. Again, a little warmer than I would have liked for a training run, but I was able to get everything in. Everything felt good. Everything felt the way it needed to go. Um, so all in all, definitely a, uh, just an overall really good, I don't know, just an overall really good run. I think everything's been going well in the training, knock on wood. Um, I've got some some stuff coming up here. Um, wanted to, did, I did want to plug something called 30 for Freedom. Uh, it's an organization that's helping raise awareness and money for those uh, dealing with uh, sex trafficking. Kayla and I walked 10K just this past Saturday. Um, it was just a great time kind of being out with people, some from my church, just from other people from the community kind of coming together for a cause. So check them out, 30 for Freedom. I believe it's just 30forfreedom.com. I've got the computer here. Let's check it. 34freedom.org. 304-F-O-R-freedom.org. Check them out. You can donate. You can check out one of their other races. They're doing like virtual races. There's a lot going on there. So check them out. But the reason I walked that 10K is uh, this upcoming weekend, Josh and Chad are coming into town. We've got Lake Waconia Half Marathon. And then the weekend after that is Governor's Cup Marathon in Helena, Montana. So I got some races coming up. I wasn't trying to run there. They had a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full. 
And I thought it'd just be better to to kind of walk with Kayla. And 5Ks wasn't enough for us. We wanted to get a good walk out there, so we did the 10K. But but yeah, lots of lots of good things on the uh, on the running front. Lots of things coming up. I'm excited about these races, getting back out there, um, and then obviously seeing the guys this weekend. I might try to see if I can sneak a podcast with them while they're here. Pack up the gear. We're actually going to be in an Airbnb, not even staying in our place. So should be a good time. But yeah, like with this. Um, with this little bit of time in between episodes, just been doing a lot of like random thinking as I do and like thinking of ideas or something will pop into my head. I'm like, Hey, why is it that way? Why do we think this way or do these kinds of things? And I recently have like seen more and more this idea of like playing a comparison game and how we as a society, that's kind of mostly what we do, right? We compare ourselves to other people, sometimes to to strive to something, um, but a lot of times it's in a negative capacity of why can't I get to where they're at or to almost make us feel better of I'm better than that person. And we put these like labels and and things on uh, on each other, but really we put labels kind of on ourselves. You know, we have... There's that, I don't know if you've seen this uh, Geico commercial where she talks about being an introvert. She's like, I took an online quiz and it turns out I'm an introvert. And little Gecko's like, I think I am too. He's like, huh, it's extremely rare. Sorry. And I don't know, that commercial just makes me laugh all the time. And sometimes we get into this like conversation between like introvert or extrovert as far as a label's concerned. And you think about it, those are like pretty high up as far as like the labeling of people, right? You either like your alone time and, and are fueled by that or you're fueled by, by other people and kind of being in that. And sometimes it's, we need to kind of like meet somewhere in the middle. I don't think any of us truly are, are hard one way or the other. We all have times where we feel um, more comfortable in other situations maybe. But I think sometimes we, we put these labels on ourselves so we can, you know, use it almost as a cop out for our actions you know, I'm this way because I'm an introvert or I'm this way because I'm an extrovert. And I think it's similar to like with like personality tests, right? Like at work, we do like personalysis. There's like the Enneagram. There's a bunch of other like leadership kinds of ones where it's like, you know, what kind of person are you? What kind of leader are you? Yada, yada, yada. And, and I think sometimes we hide behind these numbers or definitions to say, hey, the reason I do this is because I'm a seven in whatever it is. You know, the Enneagram or whatever, or, or I do this just because I'm a cancer. If you think about like astro- astrological science, you know, and I, I don't think we, it's interesting how we don't like when people put labels on us. However, we're the first ones to put labels on ourselves. And, and we do this, like I just said, is to kind of hide behind a definition of almost to explain our behavior. You know, it's this, we do it as a, as a desire to belong as a part of something. If I say I'm an introvert, then that means I'm similar to other introverts and I can communicate with them and we can, we can understand each other, which I think to a point makes sense. You kind of build a community with people that are similar to you. But I think a lot of times we use it as a cop out of just whatever's comfortable for us and not knowing how, how to kind of be more than just that. You know, we label ourselves so we know how to identify or know what group we need to hang out with. And I don't think, again, I don't think it's an overall like problem per se if it's being used for the right reasons. 
like if we have we put these labels and we and we figure out our groups and we have these conversations and we can find our social groups we find whatever things we find in common with people that sort of thing you know i'm a musician or i'm a creative or i'm a whatever and i think sometimes i can help kind of guide us into relationships but at the same time if we're not careful it can guide us into like almost one tracked mind like i said is i'm i do this because of these things we basically use these things to justify our actions instead of kind of the asking the why question. I know we've brought this up in a lot of episodes, but this idea of just because it is done some way, you don't have to take it at face value. Why is it this way? Why do we do the things the way we do them? Like that's an okay question to ask you know, when it comes to like a task, but it seems like we're, we're more critical on ourselves when we want to ask it of, of why we react the way we do in certain situations. Instead of really getting down to the heart of the matter, what we do is we say, oh, it's because of this or it's because of that. Sometimes it doesn't have to be a label. It could just be like a life experience. I'm like this because this happened to me. It might be a shitty thing that happened to you. Not, not the discount any of those things there, but I think we we get far too comfortable with letting these labels kind of define our day-to-day. We sit there and we say, yeah, this is what it is because of this. A and B is so because C exists. When really all we have to do is take a step back and, and really challenge that thought. I was telling someone recently that, you know, this idea of like, I, I truly believe anyone can do anything they want to do. But sometimes it's, it's a little more difficult for other people, whether you're a different race or ethnicity or you're born in another part of the world, you had different family circumstances. It could be more difficult in your situation, but we all can control how we react in situations. Our response to all of these things really determines kind of where we're going to go there. When we put, our la- put labels on ourselves, what we're doing is really pigeon, pigeonholing ourselves into a box that says, this is what I am. I can't be anything else because it doesn't fit in the box. Like this is the box I am. And if it doesn't agree with the box, it's, it's obviously not what I am. And then you end up with people feeling like they're, they're compartmentalizing their lives. So like, all right, with this group of people, I can be this way. With this group of people, I can be this way. And you don't end up being kind of your authentic self, which can obviously mold over time. I think we all have like a, a core of who we are, you know, and as circumstances kind of change us, we can, we can adjust to that. But I think all in the same time, if we're not true to ourselves, if we're changing just to deceive other people, we're really hurting ourselves. If we say, hey, when, when I'm at church, I'm, I'm this label. But when I'm at work, I'm at this label because I need people to accept me. Or when I'm, when I'm with this group of friends, I'm this person compared to this group of friends because that's not what they, they align with. When we start doing that, we start losing ourselves with the labels and kind of mixing up of like, um, hey, I'm going here today, so I need to bring this folder with me because these are the, this is the way I need to act with this group or I need, this is what I need to do here. And a lot of times you, you just get, you get stuck in that. And the reason we do it is because it's comfortable. You know, we've all been in those situations where we've hung out with people that we may may think is like the cool kids, if you will. We just watched a movie. Um, 
uh, was it Rebel Wilson? I think called senior year. Was it? She was like a cheerleader, went in a coma, uh, woke up kind of thing. Didn't spoil her in the movie. It's in the trailer, but it's, um, it's that exact kind of idea that if we change who we are, we'll be a part of a specific group or we do things. And we find like, we find ourselves like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? It's because we wanted that label and we're comfortable with it because now it feels comfortable. When we're uncomfortable, we're sitting in that uncomfort. We try to do whatever we can to be comfortable. So we change our ideals. We change our morals. We change our values to go after whatever they're talking about in order to no longer be uncomfortable. But the problem with that is you're always chasing something that's not actually you. I've been having this thing with, with social media a lot lately. It's, you know, especially with, with reels and that sort of thing. I used to make uh, videos um, kind of just like similar like podcast stuff, but only 60 seconds on, on Instagram. And I love the videos. Like I liked making them. I liked kind of writing down scripts and kind of going through that process. But it took a little time. It took a little bit of time to, to kind of organize those things and, you know, I'll end up, I'll end up recording it and then be like, oh crap, it's 90 seconds and I got to find 30 seconds to cut out. And of course I didn't give myself space to cut out or didn't do whatever and it became a lot of work, but I started to notice that I was really focused on the numbers. Like I was focused on the views and everything that I was getting and like even looking at my Instagram page now, like my highest, where is it at? Where did it go? My highest viewed video is literally my haircut video, I think. Yeah. I got 12,000 views where I literally was like, here's me, here, here's me before my haircut, here's hear me afterwards. Uh, I'm so much prettier now or something like that. Literally like a thirst video. <laughs> you know, got almost 13,000, has 13,000 plays where that took me, literally it was two pictures and a sound thing. And, you know, I spent a lot of time on these other videos that get like, you know, this one has like 200 views, 100 views. So really what I'm getting at that is, is I, I started to really get behind the numbers and go, wait, why am I not getting the views that I need? And then I realized, wait a second, you aren't doing this to kind of spread a message if you're only worried about the numbers. If I'm only worried about I've only reached 2,000 people or 3,000 people or whatever the case might be, and I focus too much on that, I'm taking away from the whole point of the message which obviously, as you know, listening to the podcast, it's my whole idea is running your life with purpose and intentionality, getting comfortable with discomfort and pushing past those things so you can continue to grow. If I'm just focusing on the numbers, I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it for the numbers. So how do I get around that? Same things that was happening with Hangry for a little while. Weren't selling as many shirts as I'd like to. Weren't getting as, wasn't getting as much traffic to the website. And then I started realizing, wait a second, it's not about that. We're still feeding people. We're still making a huge difference in the community. That's what it's about. The rest of it will come. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. As long as I have money to give away, that's what we're going to do. And I think once I started realizing that, I could take my label away from that. Where I was trying to be a creator in this piece, when I realized I'm not actually, all I'm caring about is the numbers, not the lives changed. I'd much rather get a person DM me saying, hey, I really like that video. Hey, that podcast really spoke to me rather than getting 10,000 views on a video. But sometimes you have to take a step back and realize, wait a second, what's actually important? And then going back to this like labels piece of it, 
if, if we trap ourselves of this is what I deem is successful, this is what I need to be, I need to be like these people and start going after their label. So someone looks at me like, oh yeah, he is a creator. This is what he does. I kind of lose the purpose behind all of it. So what ends up happening is we kind of follow that, that path, follow that dream, if you will, and then lose ourselves. You know, not saying that you shouldn't try to chase for things because I, I've, I've said this in multiple episodes. I don't think you'll never know what you can actually do unless you try. You know, if you just say, no, I can't right off the bat, you're not going to get anywhere. But I think we have to be careful in the labels that we're chasing. And in theory, are we, why are we chasing the label? It needs to be more about who you are, not the label you place on yourself or the labels that other people place on you. People are going to say things about you regardless, whatever you have to say. And more than likely, your labels aren't going to line up with theirs. But why are you putting yourself in a box to begin with? And that's a whole nother probably deeper, deeper thought and conversation. But I think we far too often sit in this spot where we use these labels to say, this is what I can and can't do. This is where I'm at and, and I can't do anything else about it. You know, I hear you started this, started this conversation with this like introvert, extrovert. I would say I'm an introvert. I do prefer my alone time. I'm not, I'm not great in groups of people. Um, if the, what I do is I, I will kind of project overconfidence to, to kind of, um, dilute a situation, if you will, to kind of bring humor to the self. So I'm more of like self-deprecating humor of like making fun of myself, saying something about myself just to kind of ease the tension, assuming that other people are already going to be saying it. Obviously not a healthy tactic, but that is what's happening. But a lot of people say I'm an extrovert or would say I'm an extrovert. I've, I met some people at, at EDC this past week and that's exactly what it was. They're like, oh, you're you know, definitely an extrovert or whatever. I'm like, I don't think I am. And it's this idea of like being able to have start or have conversations with people, get into deeper things, talk about things. But but the way I see it is I'm I'm an introvert because I rarely start the conversation. Like I'm okay sitting in my own thoughts, writing down these notes, writing down podcast ideas. If you see like my notes, I've got like a ton of notes where it's just like, hey, this could be a good talking point. Hey, maybe maybe unpack this a little bit. Uh, last year I started the idea of trying to trying to maybe write a book of it, and again it felt just too icky <laughs> for me. Maybe I'll get back to that one day, but this idea of kind of documenting all of these pieces with the podcast and really what it comes down to is, is when I say I'm an introvert, I, I feel like I can't engage in that way, at least initially. I'm, I can get to have conversations and talk with people, but I always feel like it's, it's surface level or, or maybe it's not really me. And then again, it goes back to those label things, the labels we put on each other, uh, label we put on ourselves that we are projecting to other people and, and again, being deceitful to other people in a way because you're not being your authentic self around everyone. So how do you kind of separate from that piece and understand that, that you aren't the labels that other people put on you, but you're definitely not the labels that you put on yourself as well because we're definitely obviously harder critics on ourselves, right? I don't know, this is just, this labels thought, just something that, that came to mind over the last week or two and just something that I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but definitely it's on their minds because we do these things, like I said, as a, as a safety mechanism. 
a way to feel safe, a way to feel um, a sense of belonging, to feel kind of like where we sit in the world. Like we have, we have a, an identity almost. We use these labels as our identity as humans. And that's, that's dangerous because these labels aren't who we are. Sometimes labels can be things that we do, activities we enjoy, hobbies we have. But deep down, it's not who we are. I stopped doing this podcast doesn't make me any less creative. I stopped running doesn't make me any less of a person because I can't call myself a runner anymore. So we have to think about those pieces and kind of how they, they interact with everything. But All right, that's the rambling for today. Thanks for, uh, for staying tuned to the episodes. Hopefully I get a couple more out here a little more consistently. Uh, weather's been nice though, so we might be spending more time outside. We'll see, but uh, yeah. Everyone, you can reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. You can visit the website, www.flores.run. Hangry, wearehangry.com. We're going to have a new store coming out soon with some new stuff. But thanks so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose. One step at a time. See you next week. Mm-hmm.